Hello. Disclaimer. We've got a dog with us. He was licking my foot when she said that. So you might hear a little bit of pitter pattering about <laughs> of his paws, just running around the room a little bit. They might be, he probably won't bark much, he doesn't bark. He just does a little pitter of pattering. A little pitter of patter. You'll just hear him just wander. Do you know what he does as well? Like he moves his feet loads when he's sat down for no reason. Absolutely no reason. Uh, and every now and again, he might just jump up and lick the microphone. So apologies <laughs> if you get a big slobbery Reggie kiss halfway through the episode. He loves a kiss. He loves licking face, doesn't Little he? Kiss. It's funny because when we're walking him, like people generally like really like seeing him. They like drop down to an in. As they're crouching down, you can guarantee Jan will go, "Oh, he's gonna lick your face. Be careful." And every now and then, someone will go, "Oh, I don't mind. I love it. Oh, I love it." And he does jump up and lick the face. He's brilliant. He wants headbutting my mum in the middle of the road because mm. she wasn't quick enough to react. He's ridiculous, isn't he? He's just, he's just one of the most affectionate... Well, he is now, anyway. He didn't... I think we just let him lick people's... Like, we let him look at our face too much, so he thinks that that's how he shows love to everybody now. That's, yeah, but we found out that it's because it releases endorphins and oh, makes him I feel know, good. That makes me feel happy when I know that he's feeling really good because yeah. he's licking me. If he's ever feeling down, I just want a face in his face and he'll feel <laughs> to me. And then he does, but then he doesn't stop and I have a really wet face. And then I don't know what to do. Anyway, anyway hello. Hope you're, all right. Hope you're all right. So that's about the uh, big Reggie intro that's been five minutes long. Yes, you looked at yeah, me. Yeah, he did. Then he was like, "What?" Um, but today we are not just going to be talking about Reggie, are we? Jen? We're going to be talking about something else. No, we're going to try and talk about something else. What are we going to talk about? <laughs> Navigating food choices at the weekend. Mm. This is one of your biggest struggles, wasn't it? Yeah, I still think I do still struggle with it sometimes. It's a really weird one, um, in the sense that, like, for me, it was a lot of it like habit. Mm. so like there's always like certain meals that we'd have for the weekend because maybe they took that little bit longer to cook so like we won't cook them in the week or like mm. oh it's it's time for a bit of a treat i've had a really good week i feel like i need to reward myself like oh it's the weekend we can't be bothered cooking let's get some takeaway like and i think they're probably two of the things that then lead to making decisions that I didn't even necessarily want to make, meaning that I either overate or I got a takeaway, um, and I think I, I think the big one for me is like the 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 one that I still struggle with now is like this idea that like certain foods are just for the weekend, mm-hmm. like or I've got I've got to have like something different at the weekend because it's a bit special. Mm-hmm. I think that's where I struggle with it most. Absolutely, and I think. You know, Jen's already touched on the fact that it's a very difficult time. There's so many different things, but I know the the biggest one that most people talk about is takeaways. That that's the one that is either the biggest struggle or it's the most consistent one. And often people are like, oh yeah, but it's just really convenient. I mean, they probably don't use those words actually. They just say, I've had a really difficult week and I just want a takeaway. And it's just because it's so convenient. We don't really, in theory, have to put much effort in, especially not in 2022. Oh, I don't yeah. know how things are going to be in the future, but right now you literally click about five buttons on your phone. They're not even buttons anymore, you just touch the screen five mm-hmm. times and a pizza will arrive at your front door. Like It has never been as easy ever to get a takeaway. It's not even a takeaway anymore, it's delivered food. You don't take it away from anywhere. You don't have to go anywhere to get Very it. Point. It's just becoming easier and easier even and easier. Even will do takeaway now. Yeah, if you want to go the extra mile and put the pizza in the oven once it arrives. Mm. Uh, but yeah, I think... It's, it's one of those things that it's just so easy. And when you have had an incredibly difficult week, your instant thought is, the next thing I do, I want it to be really easy. And I want you to remember that sentence. It's the next thing I do, I want it to be easy. It's not the next thing I want is a takeaway because it's never Domino's, KFC, McDonald's. Well, it's not that that you want. You want easiness. You want speed. 
you want no friction, and you ultimately, and Jen's actually used these words before, and I know she won't mind me saying this, I just want food in front of me. That's <laughs> what you want. Like, it's not, there's never a thought of, oh, I really fancy a McDonald's. Or, oh, I mean, you might do it at some point in your life, but on a Friday, I just want food, and I don't want to have to do anything for it. I just want it to be really, really quick. So, with that in mind, one of the best solutions for this is to actually have your past self do something that your future self would be f- very, very grateful for. Or, in theory, your past self can't do anything. Your current self mm. to do something that your future self would be very, very grateful for. And this is something that can massively, massively change your, you know, if we're going down the weight loss route, your calorie intake. If we're going down the um, health and nutrition route, it can improve the um, nutritional value of the food. If we're going down the psychological route, it can make you feel better based on the decisions that are being made. So there are so many wins from having a sit down and thinking, right, on Friday, I'm going to be really tired because for the last 10 years on a Friday, I've been Mm -hmm. tired. Like that's not new information for us. We know that that's how you feel on a Friday after work. So I'm going to make sure that I plan in something that I don't really have to think. I just chuck it in the oven Mm. and it's made. And that might be a pizza. Oh, one of our old clients, um, Jess, I'm sure she won't mind me mentioning, she said to me uh, when I talked about this a while ago, she said that now every Friday, slow cooker comes Mm. out so that when she walks through the door on a Friday evening, her food is literally ready to go. You can't get quicker than that. That's quicker than a takeaway. I don't care how quick delivery, just eat, whatever are. Nobody is as quick as you walking in your kitchen and it already being there. Like, that's faster. And the thing is, some of the meals you can make, get on BBC Good Food, chuck in the word slow cooker, and there's about three, in fact, there's too many, that's the problem, decision fatigue, there's too many to choose from. Pick one of them and throw that in on a Friday morning. In fact, you know what, even better, you can chuck it on a Thursday night if you want to, then just turn it on on a Friday morning. So you can make all the food, chuck it in the slow cooker, put it in the fridge, wake up Friday morning before work, you don't even have to do anything. You just Mm. put it into the machine, the the compartment, and then Mm. click on. And if you have got a weight loss goal, I think fakeaways can be amazing. Mm. Like, I've had a lot of clients who be like, yeah, but Pizza Friday or, mm. like, Fish and Chip Friday. Like, the, 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 the like, when we talked a little bit before about, like, habits mm. around stuff like this, it's, like, really ingrained. Like, I remember a friend at uni actually used to have Pizza Friday every single night. Uh, sorry, every single Friday night, whether she was at home with the family, whether she was living at uni. Like, she would always have Pizza Friday. I know clients who have, like, Takeaway Friday. And I think with this one, it's not about, like, always eradicating them is it it's no. not about just getting rid of rid of them forever like we it's still okay to eat takeaways like every now and then but if we're looking at like our overall health and what we are maybe we're looking to reduce calories then yeah we do want to reduce the amount that we have overall it doesn't mean we can never have them but no. there's some nice quick and easy swaps that can still satisfy that craving so like pizza you might go for like even like a shop bought pizza probably less calories probably less greasy and less fat and less oil in it um, and then you can even go as far as going for like a pizza wrap make your own like if you've got kids they can be such a nice activity to like all get your little wraps out make yourself a little tomato base put your mm. cheese on pick your toppings like it can be like a really nice event same goes with things like me- I know like clients who have like Mexican evenings where they make their own like with the kids and like keep it themed and um, I mean you can do it as an adult as well that sounds really quite fun yeah. Um and then um like even just like swapping your fish and chips for like oven 
breaded fish and some homemade chips can we'll make a big difference. Weekend, yeah, yeah. I'm excited for it. And like little swaps like that can make a big difference in the long term. Um, and if you think if you're like, if you've had a takeaway for like your whole life on a Friday night and you suddenly replace two of those takeaways with like something that you bought and made yourself. Massive difference. That's going to make a huge difference. Mm-hmm. Huge difference, particularly in the long term, isn't it? 100%. So, takeaways. You're allowed them. We're not saying don't have them. We're just saying that there are options that you can make that will be more nutritionally good for you, potentially lower calorie. And you knew that anyway, but I think it's just about finding the time to block out some time to plan it in. That's the thing that you really need yeah. to do. Yeah, and you, understanding why you're that. having them as well. Yeah, it's not new information to you that you can have a low calorie pizza. We're not saying that that's groundbreaking information, but it's just finding the opportunities to plan it in or even yeah. just local corner like that. Yeah. And I think even like, I think the thing is like when you, when you do plan it in, there's less guilt around it as well, because I think a lot of the time people associate takeaways like with guilt because it's like, Oh, well I didn't plan that in and now I'm having it. Mm-hmm. And I think it's just going like having that real self-compassion around that and just understanding that okay one sometimes these things happen but two if they're happening on a regular basis then maybe if we just plan it in we feel less guilt and then we don't hit that spiral of oh shouldn't have had that i'll just keep eating like this for the rest of the weekend so even if right now you're working on your relationship with food and actually you're just planning the takeaway that you've always been having but that's been making you feel guilty every week and you just actually say i'm having it then there's no guilt because you've made that dis- decision rather than every week planning a meal in and ending up getting a takeaway and then feeling really bad. Mm-hmm, absolutely. Um, second one, I think that kind of ties quite nicely into what I was just saying is the overeating side of things. That can be one trigger for a lot of people. I've seen that time and time again where it's like, oh, well, I started on Friday night making a decision I didn't want to. Like, I've messed it up already. I may as well keep going. And then they end up just hitting that sodic button for the whole weekend then. Um whereas the other one is um like i said i think i mentioned this one before about like saving certain foods for the weekend maybe like restricting them in the week so that you can save it up and like eat more at the weekend i think that's probably something that we i think we would would kind of help people with like when we started our coaching career we were like oh you can have like a little bit less at the weekend a bit more sorry a little bit less in the week a bit more at the weekend but actually i think as we've grown into like understanding it a little bit more. I think we've really moved away from that, haven't we? I would say so, yeah. And I think it's definitely person-specific. Yeah, it is. Do you know what? It's one of those things, again, where you'll see it on social media where people will say, don't reduce your calories in the week because then you'll overeat at the weekend. And I've said that in the past. And it is, honestly, very, very true. But I'm coming from a place of don't try and knock six to 800 calories off every single day yeah. because you will definitely overeat. There's nothing wrong with being in a surplus Monday to Friday. Like if you're in a... Sorry... Nothing wrong with being in a deficit Monday to Friday. Like if you're in a 200-calorie deficit, great. But if you then on the Saturday eat something that's 1,000 calories into a surplus, you're back at maintenance again. So this is where we now need to look at things on a really individual basis and think, right, well, how can we ensure that it isn't just overeating at the weekend? What is actually going on here? And take things on a very individual basis. Because some people can you know, be in a 500-calorie deficit every day and be fine. I'm actually, to be fair, holding my hands up, that's where I'm actually all right at. If I go in a 500 calorie deficit, I'm not too bad. Generally, with around in a 500 calorie deficit, it throws me out the window every morning. So <laughs> it's important to know your person. And the thing is, like, we can laugh about that now because we know. Whereas if I was in a 200 calorie deficit, 
might not benefit me. Whereas for Jen, it works really, really well. So it's, it's about you and knowing that there are going to be times where you look at your week and work out, right, how can I make sure that everything I'm doing balances across the week? Because my one of my goals is to lose body fat. That's what I want to achieve. And so I am going to look at how to balance it across the week. But like Jen said before, it's not about never having it. It's not about cutting these foods out or saying that they're bad. It's just about knowing that we are going to have to practice a little bit of uh, understanding of what we can do whilst still being in that deficit, which is difficult, but it's a really good part of the journey too. Yeah, I think a really nice example that I've used time and time again with people is like people saving like sweet things to the weekend. Mm. So like, um, I'm just going to take chocolate as an example because chocolate is always my go-to because I love it so much. Mm. Um, but for example, you might be eating or like restricting yourself from chocolate all week and then either intentionally or unintentionally, you have then a much larger amount at the weekend. Now, what if you're that type of person, what actually might work better for you is to just have a small amount of chocolate, for example, my favourite, my love of my life, Maybe. Freddo. Oh. <laughs> like a Freddo every single day. So I went from probably trying to cut it out all week and eating a lot at the weekend to just having a Freddo every single day. And yeah, don't get me wrong, sometimes I have more than the Freddo when I fancy it. But I don't wait till the weekend for that anymore. I just literally have more when I fancy it. And I've not got this real big desire now to have large amounts of it at the weekend. Because I feel like my body's getting it when it wants it. And I think that's the big thing, isn't it? About when you're craving something, no matter what time of the week it is, make that work into your goals. Satisfy that craving. Don't like save it up. Because all you do is you heighten that desire for that thing all the way through the week. Imagine your craving starts on Monday and you let it roll out till like Saturday, that desire is at peak level by Saturday. And that's where we get that impaired decision making, where it's just like, a bit like, uh, what's it called? Deer in the headlights, or some rabbit in the headlights. I'm not good at them sayings. <laughs> You're worse. worse. <laughs> you put two together and then maybe- I think I just did that then. Deer in the, <laughs> deer in the rabbit's headlights. <laughs> uh, no, I don't know that one, sorry. Oh no, I think it's a rabbit in the headlights. I think. I don't even know if that makes sense with what I'm saying, though. No, it probably doesn't. I, honestly, I'm so bad at them. I don't even know what they're called, but I'm so bad at them. Analogies. Is that what they're called? I love an analogy. Is it an analogy or a metaphor or a simile? Oh, I don't know. And I used to not know a meta. Similes where you say it's like something, metaphors where you, like, say it is something. Yeah. I'm lost. Anyway, <laughs> hopefully we've somehow helped you to navigate food choices across the You know the, the difference between a, a simile bit. and a metaphor, that's for yeah. sure. As a very, the quickest recap ever, takeaways can be done differently. Overeating can be avoided. And if we bring some of the foods from your weekend into the week, it's going to make your life a lot easier. But I think the big lesson from this episode is more about just awareness, just being aware of what you've got coming up, planning things in mm-hmm. and enjoying it. Like just making sure that you're not just, cheap. like for example, I know we've not wrote this on the notes, we've not chatted about this yet, but... The worst example is things like trying to make a pizza out of like mashed up cauliflower. Like you don't have to go to those extremes. Like just get a low calorie pizza. You don't have to. I'll just have a pizza. Yeah, just have the pizza. Like it's fine. Um, Anyway, shall I put you on the spot? Yeah, I just realised I said a lot of stuff that I told you to say, haven't I? Yeah, a lot. Basically when we write the notes, we put a P and a J next to them. P for Phil and J for Jen. Jen just said most of mine. So apologies if I didn't say anything in this episode. 
Ah, oh, sorry. It's fine because I'm going to do the on the spot and then that means Jen's going to speak for the rest of the time as well. <laughs> anyway, tune in next this week. This episode we'll was brought to you by Jen. Next week I'll do a bit. <laughs> I promise you I'll turn up. Anyway, on the spot, Jen K. Um, Have you made it up? Yeah. Have you? Mm. Is it better than the last one that you made up? What was the last one that I made up? Nobody ever actually heard it because it was when the podcast didn't actually record. So never, nobody ever actually got to hear your terrible question that you made up. And what was it? The one about like reading and... Oh, it's so good, that question. I'll do it another time. It's terrible. This week... Shan't answer it if you ask me again. Which function would you rather have in life? Right. So you can do this in real life. Right. Copy and paste. Oh! Or undo. Oh! <laughs> undo, get rid of me. <laughs> How many times do I have to undo for get rid of you? Wait, from? but is the consequences to undo? Because, like, you know, like, butterfly effect and stuff. Like, if you undo things, do you create a ripple effect throughout life? Or does everything just stay the same apart from what you undoed? Undoed. <laughs> See, this is a problem with on the spot question. I think of a question, you come back at me with a question. Um, you just create the no, response. Yeah, yeah, there is. There's a butterfly effect, yeah. So. Oh, controversial. Wait, what am I copy and pasting? I don't know, it's your function, not me. <laughs> I don't want more of you. Why? Right. Think how much stuff I get done around the house. <laughs> Think of an oil, you think. Uh, that's true. Yeah, but you copy oh. and paste anything. You copy and paste. Like, um, your favourite dress. Just copy and paste that like five times because you rip stuff and drip stuff on it all the time. <laughs> so you'd have four more. You could copy and paste. Cars. Cars, yeah. Even though you can only drive one at once, yeah. If you want more than one, that's great. I'd love more than one. Radiators. You've got like three in the room, you'd be warm because your robe's cold. Oh, right. Interesting. Pens. But what happens though, like, did they just stay forever then? Oh, no, you click undo and it's gone. Oh, no, you've not got that function. No, I've not got that function. Uh, yeah, you've only got, yeah, you've just got copy and paste. You've not got a cut. Sorry. <laughs> just copy and paste. Oh, that's a really good one. Thanks. Right. Which would you rather have? Um, that engagement ring. Copy and paste that. Copy- or undo. It's up to you, whichever <laughs> one you want to. I don't know. Each to their own. Oh, I don't know because the butterfly effect thing with the undo's throwing me. Like, what if I undo something and I just absolutely make an absolute shambles of the world? What if you do something and make a shambles of the world? What, copy and paste something? Uh, just do something in general I in could life. just do it on a minimal level. You, are you insinuating that I am going to cause a, dis- a worldwide disaster? No, it's a disaster. I said shambles. Shambles. Mm. Like in my favourite drink. Yeah. <laughs> Should we tell people about what our shambles is? Have we talked about this before? When you say we, you mean you. And yes, we have told everyone before. Oh, have Many we? episodes. Oh. Everyone knows what shambles is. Right. If, if anybody knows, Bentley's. Message Jen if you don't. <laughs> um, I wonder whether Bentley's is still as good a night out as it used to be, don't it? I think it's shut down, isn't it? Wait, what? Is it not? Well, if it is shut down, it'll probably be just as good as it used to be. And if it's not shut down, then no, it's probably got worse. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, right. What would you rather I'm, have? Cut and paste? I'm sorry, it's a very difficult decision and I can't pick. What's the um, point of the on-the-spot question? Yeah, I know, but it's Do you such know a what? good one. This is where Jen's rubbish on the spot. When I ask a question with an obvious answer, she's like, that's a rubbish question because it's obvious. When I ask a question that isn't an obvious obvious answer, that's a rubbish question because I don't know. No, it's not a rubbish question. I said it was a really good one. Oh, did you? Yeah. Oh. Take your words back, please, Squire. Undo. <laughs> I think I want copy and paste. Yeah. I don't think I can handle the consequences of... I don't think I'd ever undo anything just because I'd be so scared of what I might cause by undoing it. But if you live your life that way, that's like saying I don't want to do anything in case I... I have severe anxiety. <laughs> you? No. <laughs> Not severe. I have anxiety. Um... You don't have it. 
I have anxious thoughts. Have anxious thoughts. There mm. we go. There's like a little that. tip for everybody there. Nothing to do with navigating food choices. <laughs> Instead of I have anxiety, don't create an identity. Just say that you have anxious thoughts. Distance yourself. That was great. Thank you, Phil. Do you enjoy that question? Yeah, I really like that. I'm going to copy and paste all my life plans. But, um, so, none then. No! Maybe undo the ones that you've killed. I told you, it's my new ones. I didn't learn how to look after them properly. All my old ones are still thriving. Anyway, on that note, go and have a fabulous week. Navigate next weekend. Enjoy it. Have the best pizza. Enjoy eating your foods that you saved for the weekend throughout the week. Tell us what happened. And if you had copy and paste, you could copy and paste that pizza. Have a good one. Anyway, have a good one. We'll speak to you next week. Ta-da!